drink cinema? Jeez. Welcome to another episode of Two Drink Cinema. We are two brothers reviewing movies two drinks at a time. Hello, Brett. Merry Christmas, Lee. Oh, Christmas movie number two for week number two of the Christmas month. If the Advent theme, this is the one about hope, is it? This is the one about belief. What are the four Advent themes? I should know for all of our... Truth, beauty, love. No, that's Moulin Rouge. (laughs) Um, Depends which Christmas movie. Hope. Die Hard is killing. Alcoholism. No. um, Joy. It's love. Love, joy, hope, truth, beauty. They are hope, faith, joy, peace. Oh, not Die Hard's love. about peace. Die Hard's about... This one is about faith. This one is about faith. It is Miracle on 34th Street. What does that make last week? What did we do last week? Michael Bit Christmas Carol. Joy? It's about joy. Yeah, because he's a, he's a humbug. So does that mean I have to pick a peace one for next week? No, you have to bring a love. Wait, that wasn't even one, was no. it? No. Hope, faith, joy, peace. Hope. All right. I think I can do hope. So last <laughs> Just week. generally, I think I can do hope. <laughs> I think. Uh, if, if I try hard enough, I think I as, can do hope. As much as any millennial can <laughs> try and have some hope. Oh. Um, miracle on 34th Street. I'm sure they hoped. It uh, would be better. It would oh. be better. It won three Oscars, so it's not awful. But I don't know. It was just not what I thought it was. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know. And I feel like we haven't, I haven't seen the remake. But I feel like this is very different. Obviously, it's from 1947. So it's 75 years old. It's going to be different Mm. than the one made in the 2000s. Um, Every week, we rate the movie on our Archie Q. De Niro scale. We do. Which stands for very important things, such as how alcoholic the movie is. We start our uh, podcast alcoholically. Yes. With a cocktail that is inspired by the movie. And yep. you've brought one this week. What have you got for us, brother? Uh, this week it is called A 34th Street Miracle. Oh, great. Good, easy to find. So it has brandy. Yep. Equal parts, brandy, Cointreau, lemon juice and orange juice. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's going to be a sweet one. It might be all right. I don't know about the brandy, but it looks pretty good. Okay. Well, it doesn't the, look Christmassy. The um, but it looks quantities right. will come up on the screen and on the socials at Two Drink Cinema. Cheers. Cheers. Well, that's nice. It's very tart, Ooh. but not in a bad way. Good glasses too. Christmas present glasses. These oh, glasses cool. for anyone cool. watching on the YouTube were a gift I gave Brett last year for Christmas. Could be colder. So could the day. Yeah. It I'm is sweating. hot. This is the thing that annoys me about Christmas movies, right? It's snowing in this it's, movie. It's, it's, it's snowy and cold and white Christmas shit. And then I'm sitting there in fucking 30 degree <laughs> heat. Going or now, talking about it sitting here in 35 degree heat. Sitting going, may your days be merry and bright. Jesus. You, no one's catching a sleigh anywhere today in Melbourne. No. It's too the hot. streets weren't busy. It's too hot. People aren't too leaving hot anywhere. At the beach. They're either going to High Point or they're going to the beach. Yep. 
to um, those two places. Nothing yeah, else. Not even Chadston. No, nah, Chadston's too far away. And the beach. Well, depends if you live at Chadston. Anyway, that's a solid um, three... And a half? And a half. Yeah. For that cocktail, I reckon. I think the brand over and the ice go well together. Yeah, I actually feel like with the Cointreau, you don't need as much orange juice. It could be a little bit sweeter for me, which is why it's not a four. Well, to be honest, I put a bit more orange juice in because we ran out of Cointreau. This is an empty bottle of Cointreau. Oh, finally. So we successfully emptied Cointreau. Hit up the Patreon. Um, we're going to change the Patreon in the new year, so don't hit up the Patreon because you're signing up for something that won't exist in a month. Yeah. Message us for our PayPal details yes. <laughs> to buy us a bottle of Cointreau. Um, three and a half for the cocktail is the first part of the alcoholic rating of the A for Archie. Yes, that is correct. I feel like I need to recap all of these things because people might just discover us and they just talk... Glass is chipped. We talk a lot about Archie Q. De Niro. Yeah. Uh, and they don't know who he is. So like, who the hell is that guy? Um, he is our mentor. Mentor. Um, don't say benefactor because then people think we have money. Oh, yeah. Mental and inspiration. Yes. Not our producer. We need a producer. We do. If anyone's listening. How alcoholic is the movie itself? Look, not very. There's a couple of drunk people in it. There's a the couple of... Dr- Santa. Drunking, making your wife drunk. Okay. The, Santa is very drunk. Lol. Yeah. Hilarious. Drunk Santa It's cold out great. here. I've got to do something to keep myself warm. Yep. Okay. Funny. Um, spiking essentially your wife's drink, not so funny. No. I'll make it a double so she'll essentially. I'll make it a double so, so I she's can more trick agreeable. Her. I'll trick her by making her drunk. But I, I also got a little vibe of. He already knows that's going to work. Yeah. He already knows a double martini makes her a little bit more agreeable. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, but then he ends up making her a triple. Yeah. So and she's so she's lightweight, so drunk she can't even hold the phone up the right way. <laughs> We'd love to have Santa stay. That probably wasn't her voice. And I'm not sure she said Santa. Did she say a Santa? Oh, Santa, Santa or Chris Kringle? Don't know. He goes um, early with the name Chris Kringle. Yeah, well, it's his name. Like he's, but he's not trying to hide it. Even the guy that's doing the poor man my Christmas windows, he straight away is like, "I am the Santa Claus." Yeah, I had in it my went head that bang. Like, yeah, I had in my head the kind of idea that like he's doing all this, and over the course of the movie, people realize he's actually Santa. Maybe that's what they do in the remake. I don't know. Yeah, I also didn't realize it was going to be a legal drama. Yeah, courtroom, yeah. This great courtroom <laughs> drama, this one. The it, it's as much as we've said it's not good, it's probably the best uh Christmas based courtroom drama of all time. That's true. Although not the, the best Santa le- Claus That's Does legal. That, that's a legal drama because it but that's all about contracts and Right. Yeah. They settle out of court. Yeah, they yeah. do. Okay. That's more if you're contract law rather than like a defence lawyer. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't really know. I work at a law firm. <laughs> I um, don't know. But how alcoholic is the movie out of five? I'm going to give it a one. one. Yeah. Because it's just that. It's just drunk Santa, Although if drunk Santa wife. wasn't drunk, he wouldn't have got the job at Macy's. So it is quite... Um, 
integral to the plot. Yeah, that's the words. The spiking your wife's drink's not so integral, more just uncomfortable. Mm. Maybe a one and a half then for how important it is to the plot. Hmm. Nah, he's only in it for like a, a minute. Oh. All right. One. One. So out of ten, it's a four and a half alcoholic. Yeah. The R in Archie stands for representation. I was going to say the R for R in Archie stands for R, which it does. R representation. Look. The maid. There's a black housekeeper. Yeah. That's it. End of story. Point five. If that. If, like, because it's quite a um, stereotypical That's role. And um, I tell you what, she may as well be the girl's mum. Well, and that Cause it's guy just, in the other apartment yeah. may as well already be her dad. Yeah, it's quite weird. I found it quite, it's just like, oh, such and such had to go home. So she, she left the girl with the neighbour. Who then took her to the shops. Who the mum hadn't met. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring that up in horny about the neighbour. Yeah, okay. Okay? Yeah. Um, but it's a 0.25 for yeah. representation for me. Because it, represents, it represents Janet as well. He's quite wise, he's, young yeah. Archie. No, Fred. He's 17. Alfred, Albert, no, Alfred. Because no, the neighbour is Fred and he is Alfred, which I thought was lazy naming. It's confusing. Alfred, he's quite wise. I like it because I'm sick of sweeping up dust. Just throw that paper on the floor. <laughs> mm. <laughs> or maybe clean a more important part of the store, like the actual oh, store and, and not the like, change rooms. If anyone out there is listening, I know I'm having a break from No Pants, No Problems podcast. You don't have to go to a therapist, counsellor or psychologist that is not good for you. That's my little PSA from this because he oh, spends the, guy that's, uh, the whole lunch break complaining that the store psych, store psychologist, who's not a psychologist, no, but he doesn't. Alfred doesn't know that, but he does seem to know that he's not good. It's like yeah. apparently I hate my father, which I didn't know until he told me. That's like that time <laughs> we ran into that psychic oh, in Newcastle, true. and she was like, "You have a exchange from your father." And then a friend was like, uh, "No, I spoke to him this morning." Um, she also didn't know we were coming back to Newcastle. No. She wasn't there to greet us. 12, 12 years later. <laughs> could have given us a lift. She'd picked us up from the airport anyway. rather than Steve the racist, Steve taxi, the racist driver. taxi driver. There are three sure things in this world. Death, taxes, and regional Australian taxi drivers being racist. And, the only, and hating Uber. They're the only guarantees oh, in this world. I tell you what, the Uber drivers we got that were better than the taxi driver though. They put yeah. on music and didn't talk to us and weren't racist. That we knew of that, like, yeah, because they didn't talk. He goes, Go to the airport or the train station? Airport, thank you. That's it. End of conversation. Drop yeah. me off. Thanks. See you later. Enjoy your flight. I am not going to tell people not to be right. Well, you shouldn't be racist. Don't be but racist. If you are racist, don't, don't be racist. Be racist to strangers. The first sentence out of your mouth after you've blatantly overcharged us, partially our fault, is racism. Yeah. Can I say it? He said... What do you know about Newcastle? What do you know about Newcastle? Not much. Oh, well, as you see, we still have white taxi drivers. <laughs> yeah. Nice to meet you, sir. And then, gonna, we, then he thought him. we were here on business. Then we weren't. We were going to a concert. 
Then at the end, 45 awkward minutes later, was like, oh, here, I'll give you the receipt. I'm but not also, sure what you're doing with your expenses. We were going to a tiny shit nothing town because <laughs> it was, was kind terrible. of close to the... He still got his card in my wallet. It's kind of close to the concert. So we went to this little nothing town just to get a room. And it was, between, it was perfectly between still thought, the concert and the airport. We, he still thought we might have been on business. Like there's a pharmacy, a bottle o, and a pub in this town. What business are we doing? There is a pharmacy that closes at midday on a Saturday. It isn't open Sundays because it's country. Kind of, the only thing open on a Sunday was the pub and the bottle o. Yep. Which is fine. Regional Australia, ladies and gentlemen, in yep. the States, that's how it works. Sunday, the Sunday the at the pub is country music day. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Moving on to our Christmas festivities. Um, representation 0.25 because yep. it was... There was a character, which many movies, I'm sure, in 1947 didn't have any characters of colour. But she was in a position that is very stereotypical for her race. And she, yeah, she took... She, she did a good job, she though. Was, she was pretty good. She was very good maid looking after the kid because the mum wasn't around. It was a bit Naomi Watts, um, but at least... But at least she left her with a maid. <laughs> she had a maid. Naomi Watts was just, fend for yourself, kid, while I go and save some chick out of a well. Yeah, I care more about that chick in the well who's clearly already dead. Anyway. Did I cry is the C in Archie. I did not cry. No, I didn't think you would. Um, Can I just say, you know, it was weird. I, I was like... wasn't that engaged in the movie, that's nah. why. Um, I was like, wow, Natalie Wood, you're dull. I go, that's the point of the character, but it's like... God, like, give me something. She didn't sing. That was disappointing. It was like, well, she didn't sing in West Side Story either. Yep. Um, it was just like, uh, there is no such thing as giants. I'm like, oh, she was an all right actor. She, she was, yes. But it was just boring. I think, uh, yeah. And then she, but then you could kind of, were meant to see that she becomes a little more exciting and the, as the movie goes on, but she doesn't. Mm. Even when she starts to believe shit, she's still like, yes, he's Santa Claus. Not like excited about him being Santa Claus. Yeah. Just everything is a fact. For Natalie Wood's character. Her, her life wasn't changed by the fact that now her whole belief system has been shattered. Yeah. No, she just moved from... At the age of, what, eight? This, she just 11? moved from this set of facts to that set of facts without yeah. any issue whatsoever. Yeah. Boomers, take note. <laughs> you don't have to make an entire Facebook personality about your belief system being threatened. It's okay to just change your mind and believe in... Uh, yeah, it's okay to hear other people's... <laughs> Other people's opinion and go, I understand now. Thank you. Yeah. If you meet Chris Kringle and he says he's Santa, you can say yes. If you meet someone and they say they, them, you can say okay. It's like in Family Guy when um, Brian is an atheist, but then he meets Jesus. Yeah. He, then he believes in Jesus. Even Ricky Gervais, who is a very, very, very vocal atheist. People mm. are like, what if when you die... You meet Jesus. He'll go, and he says, I'll just say, well done, mate, I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's all you need. But we're talking about the other person yeah. to do with... Um, we're talking about the real reason of, of Christmas, the birth of Santa. The birth of Santa? Horny. Horny. Um, all right. Okay. You had something arch. to say for the Mr. H. Gailey, mm-hmm. representation. Yeah. Um. The, he's he, a shifty bastard. I tell you what, 
could they not get any anybody better? He wasn't that good either. I'm I was not like, talking about his actiness. I know, but I was also like, were other people not available to do this movie? I feel like was Ma- Maureen O'Hara is a name yeah. of reasonable repute. No one else was, though. No. I think Natalie Wood had done more movies than Santa. Maybe, yeah. So maybe it was not a high-budget film. Yeah. And so they couldn't afford a someone big. Maybe. Aside from his acting, shifty bastard. It's quite manipulative to use the daughter to get to the mother. But also to then not back away from it. He's like, yeah. when he gets her in the kitchen, he said, I've heard that if you want to get to the mother, you go through the daughter. That's like, a, was pretty much exactly what he said. Go through is not a good choice of words, but no. get friendly, that's also not a good choice yeah. of words. Yeah, it was all very uncomfortable for yeah. me. It's a strange relationship. Also, I know the 40s were a different time, right, mm-hmm. to now. But you would not just let a stranger go look after your kid. Yep. Oh, he's, she's just in the man from the f- apartment at the front. Not the Kate, the maid. Doesn't even say his name. But you, you can see into his apartment from her apartment? Directly and very clearly. Is that what it was? I was, I was a bit confused yeah. by that. But I'm like, surely not. But hey, I guess there you go. So, yeah. Look, he was clearly horny for the mum. But yeah. then all of a sudden it was like, oh, and they've been dating for some time now. Even though it's only been like a Could couple be like of weeks. Three days, two Hi, weeks. Hi, darling. Our regular spot yeah. is... Th- I was like, I've wait. I've our regular table. The, I'm pretty sure the last scene we saw them in, she was all like, get away from me, you idiot. Yeah, it's that awkward 40s, 50s movie love mm. where it's hate, but because he's the male lead, she loves him. I don't... Yeah. That's how it works. That was Saboteur. <clears throat> that was Saboteur. That was every Spencer yeah. Tracy Catherine Hepburn <laughs> movie almost. So he's horny. And then uh, within like three weeks. They'd moved into another house weeks. together. Like, did they? Thanksgiving is late November. And this happens at least a week before Christmas. They're regular, regular dating. Yeah. So in like two weeks, yeah. they go from hate you. I used, my, I used your daughter to get onto your Thanksgiving dinner table. Oh, I'll just make a sandwich. It's okay. No, come to dinner. Come to dinner, you asshole. And then they're dating and he's saving Santa Claus. But then he just like decides they're moving. Also convenient that he's a lawyer. Yeah, well, that's how script writing works. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, I know. But it was just like, oh, there was no mention of that he was a lawyer until they needed to go to court. No, he said earlier on, and there was a stupid name of the firm that was something like Haley, Haley, Macintosh, Haley, and Haley. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, it's like three of the same name, another name, and that first name again. Stupid, mm. bad joke. Right. Yeah, then he just he just decides that they're moving. Yeah, I didn't get that. Like, he lost his job, so obviously he moves out of the city, but then obviously the woman has to give up her job for the man to move out of the of city. Of course, she doesn't need a job anymore because she's now with a man. That's true. Um, Divorce, that's controversial. I don't think that would have been super well accepted by the crowds of 1947. True. Maybe he died in the war. 
He didn't. She said divorced. That's all right. That's what she told other people. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Um, not what she told the daughter. She Oh, no, because the daughter told Mr. Gailey that they were divorced. That's true. Yeah. Susan? Susan, yes, correct. But, uh, mm, horny. I'm going to give it a two. Okay. What do you think? Yeah, one and a half, two. It's low tactics. People listening, don't do that. No. That's like 1947 fuckboy tactics. It's like getting to the friends, becoming friends with the friends so you can yeah. meet them. Nobody. Nah, no good. Y- you'd never do that. Um, Insults. Or are you still scoring horny? No, two's fine, I think. Yeah, whatever. Um, I'm not thrilled about this movie. Insults. I feel like we both tuned out to bits of it. I did. Yeah. You know what it did? It was like, he's Santa. They don't believe him. Blah, blah, blah. He's working at Macy's. Yeah. Court case end. Yeah, the court case didn't go on for very long. No, it was like, oh, here's the mail. That was odd. We'll get to that. Insult. He's contemptible, dishonest, vicious, and deceitful. That is nasty words from Santa. From Santa, of all people. But the whole, like, three scenes before that, they're talking about how joyful and nice and lovely he is. If If that's normal, I don't want it. Oh, yeah. That's what he says about... Psychiatrist that's not a psychiatrist. He maybe he gets nasty about him because he is being no good to Albert, Alfred. He says a funny thing about Alfred. He goes, You're so young, it doesn't seem you've had enough time to be guilty of anything except overeating. Yeah. <laughs> well, I suppose Alfred makes his own joke about he got the gig at Santa being Santa Claus he doesn't have the white because he doesn't need his own padding. Oh, doesn't he doesn't yet. Oh, poor he's Alfred. nice, Alfred. I hope he gets a happy ending. In Not a story. Kind of happy yeah, ending, yeah. A character, a the love, character. who falls in love with someone. Look. Maybe the girl that works at the makeup counter. Ooh. Basically, anything um, Chris Kringle says about Mr. Sawyer? Sawyer. Is insulting. Yes. But, but that's, that's it. about it, really. Other than they constantly call him crazy. Other than, does the movie insult Macy's? Because they're like, oh, we're shocked that you're not being greedy and telling each other, you know, or what customers it to go where. I think insults capitalism and Macy's Ooh. represents capitalism. Wow. I think that's meant to be the theme of the movie is Christmas is, is too commercial. So yes. Santa has to come and save it. Faith. But that's really just like... One sentence that he says to her in her office before she sacks him. Yep. But like blatantly tells the theme of the story because he says, if I can convince you, then I win. You're like my mini test case. That's why I'm here for you. He's like, this is the story of the movie. Yeah. You are the whole thing in miniature. If I can win you over, I'm good. Story told. End of credits. Yeah. Finn. End of Act 1. I'm going to give it a one and a half for insults. I am in agreement okay. or agreeance. I'm not sure which of those words is correct. Cool. Neither e right. at the end of Archie stands for enclosure. Apartment. Apartments, two. Yeah. Enclosure, we Although score one, she two, wants or a, three. she wants a big house for Christmas, which is a strange request. Well, they end in a house. 
Yeah. But they live in apartments, so one, uh, two. Yeah. Because we, we've decided there's only trailers, apartments, and big Kevin McAllister-style houses, and yep. this is apartments. So it's a two out of three. Quotability. All right, that's Archie Dunn. Yeah, the Q is for quotability, right? Which is lucky that his middle name starts with a Q, Archie. Yeah, very handy. Susan, I speak French, but that doesn't mean I'm Joan of Arc. <laughs> what was that? Oh, when he speaks Dutch. And Chris when... Kringle speaks Dutch. Oh, yeah, to that girl that... Doesn't speak Dutch. clearly American, but has been given some Dutch words. Hurdy good, de good, good. Yeah. No, but not, that sounded more Dutch than her. Okay. Hers was like, <laughs> I am speaking the Dutch. Yeah. <laughs> A stra- it's like American, but just a little bit lilty like, like a Dutch. It's like Ein Berliner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. Mayor Quimby. Yeah. Um, or, or somebody else. Yeah, I just think Mayor Quimby. You think of Mayor I Quimby. think your impersonation sounded more like Mayor Quimby. Than JFK. Yep. Even though Mayor Quimby's just an impersonation of JFK True. anyway. Um, the accents, this is a little dialogue note in quotability. The accents of the characters are very class-based. So, like, the accent of, uh, not Macy, the boss of the main woman. You know, yeah. there's the main woman, her, her boss, and then Macy. Mr. The middle management. The, the one that drugs his wife. Yes. The middle management. He's got a sounding well-educated accent. Then his secretary comes in, mm. and she has got, like... A much more common accent. Yeah. Mr. Sawyer's on the phone. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Oh, I was trying no. to think of if I could do an accent, but I can't. So I, I, I don't know if I can. Please tell me if that was an accent. Uh, quotability, I don't think it's quotable. I don't think anything comes Not from really, it. There's that, you Merry know, Christmas. there's that kind of bit at the end. What does she say? Well, we don't, no, it's not, you well, can't remember it. It's if, not I didn't write it down. You know, it's like. Not God bless us, everyone, but she says something that's a thing. Oh, I wrote it in the Wednesday Wisdom. She's like, you've still got to believe in people. Yeah. Faith. Faith. Light a second candle on the Advent wreath. Uh, For all our religious listeners, we have lit the candle of joy to the world. Joyful, joyful, Lord. I listened to Mariah Carey's version of Joy to the World. Good. Not by choice. Great. By the choice of internet radio. And in the middle, she puts a bit of Joy from Joy to the World by Three Dog Night. Yeah. You know, that song from the Big Chill soundtrack. Mm. And she sings the words, right? Um, joy to the world, all the boys and girls. Joy to the people mm. everywhere you meet. It's what she sings, right? And that makes sense. Yeah. And so I'm like... I've been singing "Joy to the Fishes in the Deep Blue Sea." Have I? Am I wrong? I, I'm pretty sure the Three Dog Night. That's what that, I sing. Yeah, that, the three. I looked it up. The Three Dog Night version is "Joy to the Fishes in the Deep Blue Sea." Yeah, good. But Mariah Carey's "Joy to the People Everywhere You Meet" makes so much more sense that I doubted that I'd been singing the Three Dog Night words Joy wrong. Joy to the people in the deep blue sea. That doesn't work. Fishes in the deep blue sea. People in the where you meet. Joy to the people everywhere you meet. Joy to... That's what Mariah sings, but better. Joy and two to higher. the world. All the boys and girls. Joy to the people everywhere you meet. 
That's what Mariah sings. It uh, makes more sense than Joy to the Fishes in the Deep Blue Sea. So she I was like, I'm not singing me about the fishes. And three dog nuts. She hates fish. She's on the record. Yeah. I don't know if she is. She's a anti pescatarian. Uh, Quotability. Everything but fish. It's a 0.5. Yeah, sure. Because I'm going to. Oh, no. I liked when Santa wrote on his staff card under age, as old as my tongue, just a little older than my teeth. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. <laughs> Oh, it was cute, Santa. He said something like, oh, and where do you live? Well, that's what this trial's going to work out, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Ooh, clever Stop Chris Kringle. away. Yeah. Chris with a K. Where's which... Mrs. Claus all, all this time? Just looking after the elves. Making sure the elves feeding do the reindeer. Work. He needs, he's very, I, I would not have let, if I was Mrs. Claus or the head elf, like that guy in the Santa Claus. Yeah. It's not Fred Savage. No, who also is the boy that loves Wednesday Adams in Adams Family Values. I saw because I yes. saw a clip of that during the yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I would not let Santa leave to go and work at a department store in the weeks, the month before Christmas. No, he's like, we do fuck all for eleven months, and you're leaving now. Yep, like it's like you're taking a, um. And you'll leave at the, at the end of the year. I don't know. It's like you're an accountant. You're like, oh, I think I'm going to have July off. Yeah, I'll take the 30th of June. Yeah. Just that one day. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, um, quotability. I'm giving it a one for quotability. Okay, I'm giving it a 0.5. Drink is the start of De Niro, and that's whether or not it is Coke or Pepsi, because that is very important to know. That tells us a lot about the quality of the movie, whether they've sprung for the product placement of Coke or Pepsi. This sprung for neither. Yeah, I was expecting to see a Coke. A sign on the street. Yeah, I was expecting to see something. Maybe it's too early. Coke existed before World War II. We know that because the Nazis invented Fanta. So was zero. No Coke or Pepsi. We haven't had a Coke or a Pepsi for a while, I don't think. No, maybe I need to make a better choice next. Maybe it just needs something to be something to D do for with hope. product placement. Something to do with hope and Coke. Both floats. Hope floats. Hope that's floats. a movie. Coke isn't floats. It? Hope floats. That's a movie. Coke floats. I think with Sandra Bullock in it. Is she Hope? Does she float? Yeah. I'm Does wondering. that mean she's a witch? Or is that that lake from a the duck. lake? Is that the the lake that she floats on from the lake house when she sends back in time letters to someone? I'm confused. Let's move on. Doesn't she have that movie where she sends letters lake back house. in time? Yeah, the lake with house. Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves, yeah. It's apparently really shit. There's also a family guy reference in that he sticks his dick in the mailbox. <laughs> uh, all right. This is a kid's movie. Moving mate. on. Calm down. Is it? I don't it's think boring. it is. I don't know if you if you're listening and you were a kid in 1947. Well done, and yeah, well done for making it this far. <laughs> would you have watched this? Call grandma. Yeah, see if she remembers Miracle on 34th Street going to the one picture theater in Melbourne. Yeah, to go and see it. I I don't know. No. Nah. I don't. I, it was just kind of dull. But we'll Grandma get to that in the end. Grandma was a teenager in the forties, I think. Though wasn't she? I don't 10? think she would have. Thirty. Oh yeah. Thirty-five. Okay. Thirty-seven. Thirty-five-ish. Yeah. Well, she's ninety-six now. Eighty-six. 
86 now. Do some maths, someone else. Um, anyway. Endurance. Endurance. Speaking of age. Speaking of age. Look. It's been replaced. It's I wrote been remade. remade. I wrote remade, but it's been replaced. The story is still endures. Like, people know the story of Miracle on 34th Street. Well, I it's don't know if they do. It's referenced a bit and stuff, you know. I didn't know the story. I knew that there was a Santa in New York and that a Miracle on 34th Street was made and remade. Uh-huh. I didn't know it was a courtroom drama. Right. So I didn't know the story. Oh. But it's endured in that people know that it exists. Yep. It's still relevant. It's still kind in of relevant. Capitalism is fucking up Christmas. Yeah. Which is why we're lighting advent candles and not trying to sell you onto our Patreon. Yeah. You can sign up to the four, one of the four different packages in Patreon. Yeah. Hope, hope joy, I faith. I keep saying truth, beauty, and love. Fucking hell. Hope, joy, faith, Moulin Rouge. and presents. Truth, beauty. Is that a Christmas movie? Love. What's the fourth one? Music. Hope, truth, beauty, music, you to look that love? up too? Truth? Truth. I've looked up Advent themes, Bohemian themes. Truth, something, beauty, love. Oh, no, that's telling me how to plan a bohemian-themed wedding. Oh, gosh. Moulin Rouge. beauty, truth. Truth. Freedom. Beauty, freedom, love. Truth, beauty, freedom, love. There you go. Okay. Anyway, I was getting confused. So, the two-drink cinema advent candles. So, what was... We have to redo Rubber Christmas Carol in. Truth, beauty, freedom, love. Truth. Because it tells me how much of an asshole he is. Ooh. Love. Freedom. No. no. Freedom, because she moves out of her city apartment into a proper house. Okay? Right. So we need beauty and love in the last okay. two movies of the year. Um, Endurance. Like, and, you know, okay. The enduring of the leaving a child alone with a strange man you've never met. Yeah. Hasn't stood the test of time. No. Although, the way air tasker goes, you could, probably could air task a babysitter. That's yeah, it's like well, Uber. Yeah. Would Uber, we've discussed this before, would Uber let you just put your kid in an Uber? No, I don't think they would. It's all tracked and stuff. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know. Oh, we discussed it because, what movie was it? It was Fatal Attraction. Where Michael oh, Douglas Michael just Douglas puts his puts kid and the, the dog in, the, yeah. in a taxi. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if they would. Anyway. Uh, endurance, I'm going to give it a one and a half. Yeah, same. Because it endured enough to get remade in the 2000s. 90s? Was it? I'm pretty sure it was the oh, 90s. Oh, yeah, Because that girl was the same age as she is in the 90s. In Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. And, and Matilda. Matilda. And that's about it. It's not bad. That's three decent movies. No, there's another one she's done that's decent. Just us. <laughs> oh, okay. Speaking of the 90s. Nostalgia. Oh, titles at the start. I have no nostalgia for this version of the movie. Or the other version of the movie. I was looking at going, Natalie Wood seems like six years old. I kept looking at Natalie Wood and I'm like, why does she sound weird? I'm like, because she's not Puerto Rican. Because <laughs> she's not Puerto Rican. <laughs> She's not, no, she's not trying to put on a Puerto Rican accent. I listened to a podcast recently, Bad Movies and Beer, where they talked about Super Mario Brothers, the movie, and how fucking atrocious it is. 
Because Anya Taylor-Joy just sounds like Anya Taylor-Joy. No, and, the Oh, and our one. best friend, Keegan-Michael Key. The original one. Oh, with Bob Hoskin. Bob, Hoskin, Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo, who's um, Latino, plays a Mario brother, right? Yeah. But then I read a headline, because I don't have time to read articles, of an article the other day that said, John Leguizamo can't watch the movie he was in where Al Pacino plays a Puerto Rican because Al Pacino's not Latino. Right. I'm like, you played Mario Mario. Yeah, you played Luigi Mario. Luigi Mario, which is like the most Italian name of a character, number one. Yeah. Um, but also... The you're most not iconic a- Italian character in movie history. Second, Mario Mario. Mario Mario, Luigi Mario, Vito Corleone. <laughs> Uh, we did a Godfather episode. We go did. back and listen to it. Um, we won't be doing Super Mario Bros. I because like then like eight years later or so, Natalie Wood is like rebellion teenager in Rebel Without a Cause, and I'm like, how is, how is this the same person? Yeah, you know what I mean, like still very young, very good. She's good. She's good, but no nostalgia zero. Um, I'm going to give it a point five. Why? For the remake. Okay. For Impact. young Natalie Wood. I mean, Natalie Wood. Thelma but it didn't Ritter's launch her. Well, kind of did. It was her first big movie. Oh, was it? Yeah. Thelma Ritter, yes. To her first movie. And she played Thelma Ritter as a mum, really. Yeah. yeah. Um, she was good. And like we predicted, it was a small part. And she was... Um, she was playing Thelma Ritter. Yeah. Is the fact that it was remade an impact? I think so. Because it's had like an actual impact because a remake has been made. The story is very well known. It's been referenced in thing. I'm pretty sure there is a Simpsons episode where they're at a court thing and they dump all these letters... At the court. Isn't that the monorail episode? Where, yeah. Is, is it the monorail one? Or is it the itchy and scratchy and the old guy sues? These are all letters to Santa. Yeah, I don't know. I do know that it existed. So, all right. let's. I'm going to give it I'm a... I'm going to give it a one. One and a half for impact then. Okay. Yeah. It's God, we are not selling this movie. <laughs> no. If people actually watch this movie and have a different thought, please tell us. Yeah, at Two Drink Cinema on the socials. Please let us know what you think. I just didn't engage in it. I don't know, maybe I was expecting... It's because it's black and white. I can't watch black and white movies. We'll get to Google <laughs> reviews. I'm sure that'll be mentioned. Um, I don't... I just... I don't know if I was expecting a more nice kids movie... Like I imagine the 90s one is. Yeah. But this was like... I don't think it's... it's like Somewhere a, between Mrs. Doubtfire and To Kill a Mockingbird. It's got a kid in it, but it's like they quite didn't quite write it for kids. But I also... Because it's the basis of the movie really is that people think Santa isn't real. So you're going to screw also, kids up? Then there's that whole plot of like... Commercialism and capitalism is fucked, mm. but all of the shops actually do well by being generous, which is so not true. I'm not going to be like, 
I'm not going to go to Maya, right? Yeah. One, I'm not going to go to Maya. And go, oh, do you have this? And then they'll go, oh, no, it's a David Jones. No, I think they do. I'm not going to then go like, oh, well, I'm going to keep oh, yeah. shopping at Maya I'm gonna, now. I'm going to come back more often to Maya. No, because I'm not going to walk and go, oh, they were nice that one time. I'm like, no, I need this thing. I can get it at Kmart. I think commercialism has changed. I think shops... But also you Google where it is before you I think you shops go. do say, we don't have it, but I think this place does. I've had that said to me by shops, mm. or more particularly the staff working in the shops. I've had it said at a bottle when I was trying to find an ingredient for a cocktail. What was it? Apple schnapps. Oh, yeah. And they were like, IGA, have you tried the BWS or Liquorland? I'm like, yes. Have you tried the Thirsty Camel? I'm like, no, I'm not going that way. That's also just like, that's pretty generic. Um, but that wasn't very deep, that bit of the story. No, I was kind it's of skimmed like, over a bit. It was more about... Is the point that people don't believe in Santa or is the point that commercialism has fucked Christmas? Is the point that if you find a man who's a good enough lawyer to get Santa Claus off, just move in with him wherever he wants you to live? Yeah. Was that the point of the just movie? Just settle. He wore you down. He's friends with your daughter. Oh, gross. Wore you down, Paul. <laughs> Rewatchability. I'm going to give it a rewatchability of one and a half. I'm going to give it a rewatchability of one. I'd rather watch the other one, and I've never seen it. I'd rather watch um, This is It's a Wonderful Life again. In terms of every Christmas, which I think all of our Christmas movies we need to look at rewatchability in the frame of do people watch it every Christmas? People would watch this every Christmas. Uh, no. Some people might. It's not up to the level of It's a Wonderful Life. Love Actually, Home Alone. I think more people would watch the other one every Christmas. I would watch Muppet Christmas Carol twice before I watch this again. Yes, that's correct. Because you said it. So it's a one for rewatchability. Thank you for, for agreeing with me on the statement I made. <laughs> Look, I tell you what, another shit parenting score in, is almost in here with her. Oh, yeah. I, just like the whole thing. Um. Maybe that we need to, we need a new scale for twenty twenty three. Nah, we put enough. We've work done enough doing this. <laughs> We've done enough. Overall, it's the O of De Niro for Archie Q De Niro scale. Um, it was very simply written, dialogically and storyly, almost yep. too simple. There were a couple of points where they just like told you what the story is. You know, like sometimes you watch old movies. And it's like, wow, this would have been pretty impressive and groundbreaking in 1946, 7. You watch this and you go, no. Yeah. No. He is good. Santa's good. Santa's good. Natalie Wood's good. Won an Oscar. Did he? Santa, yeah. Best supporting actor. Yeah. Slow year. (sighs) Yeah, interesting. It's interesting to see how far psychology has come. <laughs> Nowadays, you can just get committed because you can't touch your nose. Like, that was one of the tests to see if yeah. it was, quote, mental. Can you touch your nose? Like, that's the drunk test in the American polices. It's, what day of the week is it? What's your birthday? That's to determine if you're mentally ill. Which day of the week is it? Who was the first president? How many fingers am I holding up? How many fingers am I holding up? I'll give you one finger. 
God. And then he bops him on the head with the cane. He was he quite aggressive. Violent. Yeah. He picked it. He picked it. That's He's not a psychologist, point, but... It's one point to Sawyer. Because yeah. Sawyer says, if you challenge his idea, he is going to bop you on the head with the cane. Yeah. And he didn't challenge Chris Kringle's idea. Boop. He was an asshole to the 17-year-old staff member who he probably shouldn't have been seeing without parental consent because he's under the age of 18. I'm assuming that the 17-year-old janitor, Alfred, doesn't have parents. Oh, you think he lives in the store like Olivia Newton-John in A Mum for Christmas? <laughs> uh, it's kind of like that, but also nothing like that at all. Can we watch that Christmas Eve? Oh, too soon. A Mom for Christmas. They should be playing it. Oh. That should be the movie they play after Carol's. Channel 9? Yeah, get, get on your it. shit together. I want to ring Channel 9. 139999. Do you reckon that will get me to through to Channel 9? No. Nine. Anyway, whatever. One eight hundred nine 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 nine. Yeah, maybe. We'll try them in the break. We won't. One eight hundred Maguire. Yeah, basically. One eight hundred Stefanovic. It um, is overall a two. Meh. I giving it a two. Yeah. It was just. It is what it is. It's kind of nice, but. Boring. It could go deeper. That well, sounds like thing. somebody I met for once. For kids. <laughs> <laughs> How's that for a kids comment movie something? Kids. It's kind of a kids movie, but it isn't. But it doesn't be drama enough and in-depth enough to be an adult movie. Not adult. Like that joke. That the adults can watch with a grown the kids. A grown-up movie. Yeah. No, but it's not like... A, a drama for adults to watch it does because it doesn't go deep enough, but it's not nice and fun enough to be a kids' movie. So it's kind yeah. of an in between and yeah. it's neither. I get you. But might be trying to be both. I just think it was like 20th Century Fox churning out a Christmas movie with Santa in it. I think they just wrote a movie and then put a Christmas thing on it. Because it's not festive. The movie isn't festive like Christmas movies. Yeah, there's no... Like, the music's even just a little bit, like, festive, but not that much. The music's pretty generic orchestral movie score, kind of. Like, it's not like a, I don't even ding, hear many ding, sleigh ding, bells. Ding, 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 and then the score goes from that. Yeah. Santa doesn't know the words to Jingle Bells. Well, because it's not a traditional one. But he get, when he hears it after the poor man's Christmas windows, he goes, Oh, this song. And then he goes... Jingle bells, jingle bells, and doesn't know any more words. There's, you know, there's more than one verse to jingle yeah, bells. Batman smells. I couldn't tell you what their words, but anyway. No, it's like the second verse of the fucking national anthem. Nobody I do cares. like that his next of kin are the reindeer. No, Donna I and Dancer and don't Prince like and Vixen. That the that it's not Mrs. Claus. Well, that's true. I also don't like how corrupt the judge is. Yeah, <laughs> that was weird. That politician guy ending... is just like, you better say this. And then coughs and st essentially yeah. stops court proceedings yeah. to tell the judge what to say. In open court, he doesn't take him into chambers. Saying you have to say Santa is real. Yeah, he says that in chambers, but then in open court, 
stops the trial yeah. to remind him. <coughs> Recess is basically what yeah, he does. Yeah. Dodge, dodge. And then the, ma- the male thing is weird. It's like, again, it's like they rushed it and were like, how can we end this? Who do, uh, the male, people send letters. Yeah, that But also, do. there's no conversation between the male sorter flicking the letters up onto the pipes and the male boss. And the, the Mr. The, Gailey. No, there's no conversation between the male sorter and the male boss that establishes that they both believe in Santa Claus and think it's really important to do this. It's just yeah. like, he's on trial. Well, we better get these fucking letters there. Because do, do, mm. you believe in Santa yeah. Claus or... I don't know. You was, have kids. Yeah. You have or, kids or you want to be busy leading up to Christmas. Or you're just like, I used to take my smoke breaks in the dead letter office and now it's full of letters and we need to get rid of them. Like It was all very strange. Very strange. So yeah, I'm giving it a two. And one more thing. Mr. Gailey. Yeah. Low tactics around children. I'm not making any other inferences. Oh, he, but the, the, the he uses the, the daughter to get to the mum and he uses the son to get to the dad. Yeah. Bringing on the lawyer's son to be like, Daddy, you told me Santa Claus is real. Like, well, fucking case closed. Done. Yeah. And then the judge is like, oh, well, then it must be real if the parents said that to a kid. Yeah, Our no, parents but, said that. But also as a judge, if the lawyer can't argue any more points. Until I found my letter to Santa in the glove box done. of her car. Oh. I found the presents in the mum and dad's wardrobe was the year we were living in a much smaller house and they had much less space to hide things. That's why parents now, you got to put, you got to mail the letters to Santa in one of the mailboxes that they have at the shopping centre. Yeah. Went to a shopping centre today that even has like a table and chairs with all the paper and crayons set up next oh, to the mailbox so they can smart. write it. They might also have a pencil for kids that are above crayon level. But not haven't quite got their pen licence. Yeah, no. I got my pen license on the second last day of the year. I got mine early considering my handwriting was never really that good. Mine is still atrocious. Um, I remember Christmas and always going and looking in our backyard when I first woke up at like fucking five o'clock in the morning. Yep. And looking for a trampoline. We never got a trampoline. Oh, I thought you were looking for the eaten carrots that Rudolph oh, I didn't give a shit about that. I just wanted my presents. Um, and then I was like, oh, we got a Nintendo 64. I'll take it. Yeah, it's not a trampoline, but I'll take it. I remember Dad one year put the carrots and stuff for um, the reindeer mm. on the grass. Yeah. But then the dog ate it all. Yeah. But the the idea was that there's a little bit left so you could see the tooth marks from the yes. reindeer. But the dog ate it all. So the next year he got up on the roof no, I think we said you can't put their food on the floor because the dog will eat it and there'll be nothing for Rudolph. So Dad had to get up the ladder and put the carrots on the roof where Rudolph and Donna But then and I, the we didn't go up to the roof the next day. Did Dad check. just go up and be like, yep, they've been eaten. Dad just came and brought, brought back a little chunk. Here you go. Of, yeah. Uh, the things parents do. Oh. Well done, parents. Well done, parents. For convincing your kids that Santa doesn't need a glass of milk. He needs a beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is not quite um, relatable to everybody in every country, but... A beer and a biscuit. It's got, it's, yeah, shortbread. If I was Santa, I would not want a glass of milk. I would need a coke, no, no sugar. Been, I'm lactose intolerant. I probably am. 
I would need a Coke No Sugar and one of mum's mini Christmas puddings, which you can buy at dodosdelights.com.au. <laughs> and then I would be right to go the a next fr- And house. a mince pie. And a mince pie, yeah. 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 Not the cheap Coles ones. Oh. Two years ago, Coles changed their recipe, actually. And they were shit house. And people complained. And everyone I spoke to said they were shit house. The next year, back to the year before's recipe. Good. Well done on taking feedback, Mr. Cole. Coles is the department store in the new Miracle on 34th Street. Yeah, I saw it because after I watched it, Disney Plus said, Disney Plus, watch you should the watch one. the remake, even though I know the story. But it might be different. Might be better. I feel like the girl is more in, involved than the mum in the new one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We might not watch it. The mum is Elizabeth Perkins. Oh, and the Wilma Mr. Gailey guy is um, what's the dude from the practice? Dylan, Dylan McDermott. McDermott, pretty sure. And David Attenborough. No, Richard Attenborough is the Santa Claus. Oh, Jurassic from Jurassic Park. Park. Mm. He's got a cane. Yeah. In both movies. Yeah. Does he bop anyone on the head? He does in Jurassic Park. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Well, maybe we will we have haven't to watch seen it. it. Uh, all right, what's the score overall on the Archie Q De Niro score? Alcohol, representation, crying, horny, insults, enclosure, Q for quotability, drink, endurance, nostalgia, impact, rewatchability. Overall, overall total. the score total is a 25.75. Out of 100. Yeah. Mm, not great. That puts it in fifth last. Well, did better than... It did better than Nosferatu had 25, One Hour Photo had 23, Flubber had 22.75, and Speed 2 Cruise Control had 16.25. Imagine if a movie on the Archie Q De Niro score got lower than Stonewall got on the Pride score for Rainbow Popcorn. Uh, Well, Speed 2 came pretty close, so I don't know how we're going to, because we fucking hated that movie. (laughs) Because because it's going to have to be like a movie we've never watched before and never really have any idea about that nobody drinks, nobody cries. They live in a... Yeah. Maybe it's 8 Mile. They live in a trailer. I cried 8 Mile. Really? Can't remember when. Is it when he talks about his mum's spaghetti? There's some happy... There's a happy bit. I'm sure I cried when I watched it. Anyway. All right. We're going to have a break um, and get some reviews from Google... Uh, and then I'm going to tell you what we're watching next week. Ooh, two drink cinema. All right, reviews from the Google. This has a 4.8 on Google reviews. People are looking at it with rose-covered glasses. And it has a 7.9 right. on IMDb. So the lowest rating, there's no one-star review on Google. Mm. There's no one or two star reviews on IMDb. So I've only found one three star review. Right. So I'm doing this one and then I'm getting out of it. Done. Do you want me to go first then? This was from Sharka Fortuofuf on December the 24th, 2006. So obviously they're watching it on Christmas Eve. I finally saw this movie after all of these years and I was very disappointed in its total lack of logic. I realize it's oh just, my god! I realize it's just a movie, but if you want me to believe that that guy's Santa Claus, you have to make me believe in the movie first. He says mm. he's Santa Claus, but he lives in an old folks' home. If he's Santa Claus, wouldn't he live at the North Pole? Does this not bother anyone else? I thought the ham-handed seriousness of the mother was a bit over the top, 
She's less of a believer than I am, I guess. We get it. You're an atheist, and that's how you raised your daughter. The movie really could have done without that. I don't think you... I think you don't need super skeptic as the foil for a guy saying he's Santa Claus. Any six people on the street would be fine. Right. I think that's the point of the movie, though. Yeah. Um, this one character represents all of the skeptics that don't believe. Yeah. Slash light a candle for faith on the advent wreath. This is a five star from Rick Briggy. Okay. It kind of. This is not how I would write it. It is extremely we love rare. Giving tips to the yeah, review right. writers. It is extremely rare to find a remake that betters the original, despite the many improvements in technology and contemporary filmmaking skills. For me, the Edmund Gwen and Natalie Wood original will always stand the test of time with audiences who continue to find the authenticity of their portrayals genuine and emotionally committed. Okay. Casting and the acting talents are superior to those in upgraded versions, giving credit to all those who once graded our silver str- graced our silver screens. It will remain a Christmas classic as it captures, captures in Natalie Wood's eyes and heart the essence of belief, a sentiment that transcends logic. <laughs> Attempting to duplicate perfection is a needless challenge. I feel like that wasn't perfect. so much about a review of... This one, but more a dig at the new one. Yeah. It's also not perfect by any stretch. Of, like, we said it's not good, but it's not perfect. I oh, know where to go. My, my reviews disappeared. Technical difficulties. All right. Give us one more five star. I probably should have let you go first. I, I love this Christmas classic, even though it is a fairy tale. It was sad Santa went to a nut house, but he did Pindish prove loss. <laughs> But he did prove he was the one and only Santa Claus. It was hard on the little kids because they believe in him. My mother and I saw it and she liked it. She liked it okay, but I love it. Even today kids still think there is a Santa Claus. There was a man there was a man named St. Nick in real life, but Santa and characters like Frosty the Snowman and Rudolph and the Grinch are fairy tales. But Jesus <laughs> is not a fairy tale. He is the reason for the season. I like Wonderful Life, this movie, and Holiday Inn and White Christmas, but the story of the Natvati is the best Christmas story ever. Has there been a movie about Jesus? I don't think anybody's really made it. They've made Easter movies, Passion of the Christ, but not Christmas Life of Brian. Movie. Life of Brian. No, just an opening scene. Um, a bomb? What are you giving him a bomb for? What are you giving him a bomb for? Oh. All right, what are we doing next, Lee? Good yeah, question. Lee, good question. Lee? Okay. Now, this is was... An international co-production between the United Kingdom, the United States, and France. I'm, I'm being very picky about the information I give you because it's going to be very obvious. Okay. Okay. Just uh, give me the budget and stuff. Budget, 40 to $45 million. Box office, $246.8 million, which I love that they're like, the budget's got a $5 million yeah. grace, but it's $246.8 million. That's a, a lot, lot of movie. It's a lot of profit. Mm. It received a nomination for the Golden Globe Award for Best Motion Picture, Musical or Comedy. 
This is from Wikipedia. I don't know where you... Frequently shown during the Christmas season, the film has proved more popular with audiences than critics, and it has been discussed as being arguably a modern-day Christmas staple. Oh. Is it Christmas says Solar Rambi? Yep. And I can't tell you the release date because Love it's actually. not an anniversary. Yeah, I thought it was 2003. Okay, so I posted on our... <laughs> oh, God, I've opened a can of yeah, worms No, here. I posted on our socials a couple of weeks ago asking people why everyone is celebrating the 20th anniversary of Love Actually. Because you and I looked. Yep. And we cannot... Because we're looking... All year we've been looking for anniversary movies. Yeah, and, and we know we had to do this one at some point, but I was yeah, going to wait till next year. Because it was released in December 2003 everywhere. But then I figured fucking Diane Sawyer is doing a two-hour oh, ABC well, News special. If Diane Sawyer's doing it. It's good enough for Diane Sawyer. It's good enough for two-drink cinema. If Martha Stewart was doing a special, I wouldn't take her that seriously. She's a bloody felon. Convict. <laughs> felon, yeah. She's oh, convict. so... So Love Actually, it was released. I'll, I'll give you some other um, information. It was released in the States on the 14th of November 2003. 21st of November 2003 in the UK and on the 26th of December 2003 in Australia. Of course. Starring Hugh Grant, Liam Neeson, Colin Firth, Laura Linney, Emma Thompson, Alan Rickman, Kira Knightley, Martine McCutcheon, Bill Nighy, Rowan Atkinson, Thomas Brody Sangster is the little kid, um, Tim from The Office, Martin Freeman, yep. uh, Stacey from Gavin and Stacey. Mum's always very happy to see her. Who's she? Just Judy. Oh. Yeah, with her tits out. Um, it's just a good cast. Yeah, big cast. Um, Alicia Cuthbert from the Happy Endings. Oh, Denise Richards. Denise Richards. Um, Claudia Schiffer. Claudia or Schiffer. Is, it, is yep. that the right one? No. Yes, Claudia yep. Schiffer. Um, stage mum. That girl that sings at the end. Such has a, such a stage oh, mum. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway we'll talk about um, that next week, shall we? I reckon. I'm going to put it out there. Uh-oh. This is going to win the year. It's going to be the new number one. Yeah, yeah. I've been having a think about it Ooh, since not I decided I we're going to do it. Say about it. Nostalgia. Negative if you, three. <laughs> if you know our categories, listeners, and if you're a regular listener, you should, I reckon this is it. Okay. All right, I'm calling it now. Ooh, All right. Big. Love Actually. Watch it a year early, everyone. You were going to watch it this year anyway, oh, yeah, everybody. Yeah. Let's it not. It just means we watch it. Two weeks early. If just watching it with notes. Yeah, with my laptop. Do, I, open. do we even need to watch it? I feel it in my fingers. <laughs> Was our concert we went to last week inspired you to do it as well? Yeah, we saw Wet, Wet, Wet last week. If you follow me on TikTok, you will have seen a little bit of the video of Wet, Wet, Wet. Um, we did sing Christmases all around. It's, it's any video that you can hear us along. So if you really love Christmas, maybe I'll share that one on our TikTok. <laughs> Um, at at Two Drink Cinema. Um, the concert was a us. five on the cry scale. <laughs> but oh, not, yeah. for wet, wet, wet. not for me. Brett cried. Thank you for listening to another episode of Two Drink Cinema. Uh, we have been Brett and Lee, which I don't normally say, but I thought I'd just let people know. You hope they know by now. Well, of the, could be your first. Yeah, but it, with, yeah, anyway. You don't say my name. Oh, yeah, you do at I the say, start. Yeah. Because I say, how are you, Brett? Good, Lee. Yeah, okay. 
That's fine. Um, Just some on-air feedback yeah, for me. Thanks. Production meeting uh, an hour and ten minutes into the episode. Yep. Um, follow us on the socials at Two Drink Cinema. If you haven't already subscribed to the YouTube channel or the podcast, make sure you do that. Leave us a rating and review. Tell your friends. We'll be back next week with Love Actually. Thank you, Brett. Thank you, Lee. Two Drink Cinema!